we are live. Welcome, Raimonda, to the Women's Empowerment Series. Welcome, everyone, to this uh, beautiful episode with Raimonda Jen. Uh, Women's Empowerment Series is a series that uh, invites leaders, well, female leaders from all around the world who are doing the amazing work they are doing to help women, to empower women, to help women thrive. Because the theme of all of that is that together we rise, together we thrive, and together we make a difference in the world. So welcome, Raimonda. It's such an honor to have you today. During this holiday season, and um, I would like you to say a few words about you, and I will also ask whoever is joining us, tell us where you're coming from, let us know who you are, and if you have any question, please uh, say hello and uh, and tell us what you would like to hear. Okay, Thank welcome. You so much. Yeah, I very much appreciate this opportunity to speak to you here today. And as soon as I saw the Women Empowerment Series, I reached out to you. I said. We have to unite because I really feel passionate about women empowerment work and collaboration over competition. Mm. Because I know that it's hard enough being uh, me as an entrepreneur, it's hard enough being an entrepreneur, but it's even harder pursuing your goals and dreams as a woman, you know. And I feel like if we can find a way to collaborate and come together, we can make so much more impact in the world. So as soon as I saw these series, I said, we have to conversate and make more impact together. <laughs> Absolutely. And I was so delighted to see you, get your message and see the amazing work you are doing. And this is that's that's exactly why this platform is for. It's really for women like you, for leaders from all around the world who are working from their side and making a difference. And um, so it's nice. I liked what you say. It's hard to be, it's, you know, you can be an entrepreneur, but for women, it's hard to follow their dream. Why do you think that is? I think historically, and, you know, we as women been told to stay quiet, to be good girls, to fit into this mold of being a certain way, whether it's culturally, whether it's historically, family-wise, or environment we have grown it up in. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're wanting to do something bigger, bigger than ourselves and really make an impact, we have to go against status quo. Mm-hmm. We have to be able to speak our minds. And for women, and this is one of the experiences that I have had myself, being validated as a woman doesn't always happen. <laughs> and being told to stay quiet being told that we shouldn't take up this space. We shouldn't be the light that we are. So we have to find our own strength and courage to really mm-hmm. step into our power. Mm-hmm. And whether you look at it historically or even what's going on now, mm-hmm. the current leadership is trying to hold women back or not allow us to have a voice. So I know it's particularly difficult for women to have a voice and step into the leadership positions and make an impact with our purpose work. But I think we're here for a purpose to make a difference. Yes, but I mean, it's, it's it, although it's encouraging to see that there are some women today that are out there in leadership positions. There are not a lot of them, but some are making the exception. And I think more we can hold on to those examples and hold on to those role models more it will start uh, making the shift from that old way of believing that women are not 
ready to go to leadership positions and they cannot get there. So, I mean, I, and how, how do you see, I mean, like I'm seeing it on this part of the world, but also, you know, in the Occident, I mean, you see women reaching president of uh, countries, ministers levels, uh, CEOs of large organizations and institutions, but yet the gap is still existing. What do we need more than just Dutch? I think you not necessarily need to be given a position of leadership. Mm -hmm in order for you to become a leader. No, that's true. Well said. Because you may not be ever given the permission. You may have never reached the heights of being a president or being at the top of any organization that you work for. <laughs> But we can be great leaders regardless, whether within our communities. Um, I personally pursued entrepreneurship because I wanted to lead the way forward and make a change. Mm-hmm. I felt very passionate at a time when I was starting my first business. I was felt really passionate about sustainability mm-hmm. and making a difference in this world. And I said, if I'm going to pursue a business, I'm going to pursue a business with a purpose, a bigger purpose than just making a profit. Mm-hmm. And I think generally women are inclined to making a positive impact, right? So because of that, I think we so uniquely positioned to lead the way forward because we as women are much more compassionate. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And you can be a leader within your own sphere of influence and even grow that sphere of influence because of your passion, because of your purpose, because of what it is that you believe in and champion that forward. And you will find people who will connect with that message. I love that. Absolutely love that. Because every woman is a leader, has a leader in her and a leader that she can, a position she can take and insist on taking, not even doesn't need to wait for it to be given to her. Yeah. As long as, as long as <laughs> we don't give our power away. Mm, that's very powerful. Tell so, me more. What do you mean by don't give up your power away? We give our power away. We may have these goals and dreams, but so many times we give our power away. We give our power away to organizational structures, to um, society, to culture, religion, or give our power away even in our own home environment. I've been in relationships that were controlling and toxic and suppressive, and I gave my power away. Because I didn't think I was worthy enough to speak up, worthy enough to have success, or worthy enough to have freedom or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I gave my power away. And by doing that, we disempower. So we're talking about women empowerment. Yeah. Nobody is going to empower you until you empower yourself to be that person. Absolutely. Absolutely. So It takes mm-hmm. so much courage and inner work to do that. But given their power away, sometimes it doesn't depend on them. Sometimes you woman we often do it without even knowing we are doing it. It's, it's such a, a deep programming inside of how women, you know, have been grow, growing up that sometimes you don't feel that until it's, you get overwhelmed by the fact that somebody is taking over your life, isn't it? Yeah. So what it, how do you help women to start becoming more aware of that? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> Because that's the big question. That's exactly it, right? Yeah. I think 
one of the ways, and I wasn't always empowered. You know, when I was mid-20s, I lost my voice because I gave my power away in the relationship. Mm. And that relationship left me from, I was very confident. I was very outgoing. I knew who I was, what mm. I wanted in my early 20s. And I got in a relationship with a really powerful man who wanted me as a trophy wife, if you like, mm. and just painted this amazing picture that, hey, you know, this we could build this beautiful life together. Mm. From the very beginning, which I didn't know at the time, his intentions weren't the best in my interest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I always felt really locked up like a bird in a cage. Yeah. And then at the end of two years ordeal with this person, he really ripped away my confidence, mm -hmm. my identity, my voice. Mm -hmm. I couldn't speak because I felt so ashamed having mm -hmm. believed in someone who didn't have the best intentions and interests at his yeah. heart. Mm -hmm. It left me pretty much stranded in a completely foreign country where I didn't know how to, I'm going to get back. I didn't have my belongings, nothing. Wow. And I felt so ashamed after this incident and I wanted to hide. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to speak about it. My family didn't really know what I was going through. No one knew, but so something changed. Something changed in me. Mm -hmm. And that incident was my realization that this can't happen again and this will never happen again mm. and i didn't speak about this incident for a very long time but i think the way to empower others is when we start to gain our voice back mm -hmm. speak about the things that has impacted us true whether mm. it's trauma whether somebody has done wrong things to us whether you know, something you experience. Mm. Yeah. We don't, if you don't talk about this, if we mm. don't raise awareness, if we don't open up about it and we just it's think, yeah. it's just me going yeah. through it. The truth yeah. is, it's not. Do you remember a few years ago when Me Too movement came about? Yeah. Yeah. Said, this is what I experienced. And then hundreds of women come forward. Out of me too. That's true. Yes. Yes. We empowered each other by speaking up. We can't stay silent and hope for a change. It's yeah. not going to happen. And, and I think it's so powerful to be able to share your story because when you do that, you realize that your story is not just for you. It's for every woman, yeah. everyone. But I think the way you are expressing it is that you are able to tell it from a wound, not from a scar of rage. And, and you've gone through it and you, you reach that wisdom where you realize that I want to share it so that I can tell other women they don't have to go through that. And I salute you for that, Raimonda, truly. It really, and we just got a message from Parul Hiral. She said, Raimonda, for, wow, for highlighting to the inherent belief system in every woman and sharing your experience, which motivates the listener. That's very nice. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I mean, like, it takes a lot of courage and a lot of uh, subtlety to be able to bring that forward in a constructive way, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So what did you do when you decided that this is not it? How did you manage to escape from that? Well, I think the final drop in, in the relationship was me really uh, being stranded, being at the lowest of the low and... I didn't know what was going on with me at the time. I, I didn't know. I was in depression and I was going through this emotional trauma. 
And it's taken me many years without professional support to overcome it and mm -hmm. really show myself for it, uh, hide it. But the longer I hid, the longer I realized I wasn't really living my authentic self. I was being my authentic self. I wasn't living my purpose and alignment. Mm. And so just a few years ago, my own mentor, who was Les Brown, and I was training to speak, doing public speaking with him. Mm -hmm. In a room of like 70 people, he asked me, so Ray, why do you want to speak? You host all of these amazing events. You do women empowerment. You know, you're already a speaker and you hear yeah. wanting to be trained to be an even better speaker. Why do you want to speak? Without thinking, without never, I've never shared this story before. Without even thinking, uh -huh. download came down to me and said, "Because I know what it's like not to have a voice." I love that. Wow, wow, That's so powerful. Mm. And that was the turning point for me. Mm -hmm. Completely different mission. Oh yes. Then it became. It made sense why I do what I do because up until that point, yeah, I loved what I did. I, I was very fulfilled helping others to be on stage and do this women empowerment work and support others. But until that moment when I faced my truth, mm -hmm. yes, the truth. That's answered that question of why do why do I, I never asked myself that question when I, <laughs> Les Brown did. That was the moment that for me changed everything. I was like, yes, because I know That's what it is. Yeah. It's like you found that truth that is so big, bigger than you, bigger than the stress of speaking, bigger than anything. Yeah, it's, it was, it's my context. truth was exposed. <laughs> the yeah. thing that I was afraid to never, ever be exposed in the world, it was exposed in that moment voluntarily. Incredible. That was the moment of like the purpose being born. Yeah, like, so there was this switch. There is always one time that things switches. And that one time, which is incredible, it's really related and linked to that time where you decide to change. Emotion is the same. It's just you allowed yourself to use it as your real why and to say it. Because we sometimes don't, you know, we're afraid, we worry. We're like, what would people say? And what this and that. Wow, so beautiful. So after that, you start organizing these uh, events. Is that how it is? The Thrive? Tell me about the Thrive Summits. Um, no, I was actually already doing it. Um, okay. Mm -hmm. What actually came up during that year, I think it was 20, 2020 or 2021. It was pretty recent. Um, and as, as we speak about our wounds and finding a voice, this was sort of a quote that really was a download during that time, which I wanted to share before we move on to talk about the events. And this was my me finding my purpose in why I do what I do. And the quote goes like this, let your wounds be your inspiration, mm -hmm. your story, your motivation, and your voice, your secret weapon to inspire others. And I wow. believe that okay. you can say this again because this is very powerful. So can you repeat it, Ray, slowly? Yeah. So let's, okay. Let your wounds be your inspiration. Say it. Okay. Let your wounds be your inspiration, mm -hmm. your story, your motivation, and your voice, your secret weapon to inspire others. I love this. <laughs> wow. So powerful. So this I love it. This is very because our voice, right, mm -hmm. 
is our secret weapon that we don't know. We live in our wounds. We live in our story. And we don't realize how much powerful, impactful, inspirational, moving it could be. You know, we live mm -hmm. in our wounds and we think, well, we feel sorry for ourselves for being victims. But let that be your inspiration, right? Don't let your wounds hold you back just because you felt something then doesn't have to be the thing holding you back. It has to inspire you to do better, right? Your story has to motivate not just you, but other people because it will. As soon as you feel ready to now share your story from a place of inspiration, you will motivate and inspire others. And your, your, your voice is the secret weapon. This is the tool that you have, which you don't always realize that you do. And it elevates you too. More you share your story, more you deepen your understanding or how, how you have grown out of that story and how it made you who you are. And it's just very powerful because it's powerful for your own healing, but it's powerful for finding more word to touch others more in their, through their emotions. Yeah. That's, yeah. How, that's how people relate to us, right? When yes. we in our truth, Mm -hmm. we don't live our authentic selves but then we don't allow other people into our world to create that deeper connection which yes. is where the magic happens so let people in don't feel like you're the only one who's been through trauma because the truth is you're not alone everybody and mainly women i mean i think us women we carry so much suffering inside us either us because we've gone through experiences and events and circumstances and difficulties or we have inherited them through our mothers and grandmothers and generations yeah never been easy hmm. amazing so now I can tell you more about the events. <laughs> about the event, exactly, because now everybody wants to come to listen to these incre incredible stories. Wow. Yeah, and you know, the reason why I do is not about me. And I always said, we. No. And when I address my business and what we do, I was saying, we, because. Yes, we, yeah. We as that. women. Yeah. It's, it's like, I think, you know, I think the sun that is like a little bit the theme is like the Whitney Houston say, I am every woman. We are. Your story is not just for you. It's for every woman. You embody all of it, all of them together. Yeah. Huh. So how, do you, how did you come with this uh, beautiful idea to organize these events? Um, it started in 2017, so way before my purpose oh, right. story yeah. came to life. Yeah. It was just something I was doing because I was very entrepreneurial and I didn't find the kind of space that where I felt like I belonged. Right, mm -hmm. a lot of I'm not against men whatsoever. I've spent a long time working in tech field and working with alongside men, but it just didn't feel safe or didn't feel like I belonged. So I created these events called Women in Business in 2017. And they were just so successful that just women wanted more. It's like, when are you doing this again? And I started to see the difference when there's just women in the room, or I suppose men and women, because I feel like when it's a mixed gender events, women are much more competitive and they're not so open-hearted. That's true. That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> there's a saying like women are catty. Up here and there. I mean, we're not catty, but... The thing is, when we are, I think there's some instinct and conditioning that we, when we are in a mixed environment, yeah. we are naturally much more competitive. 
because mm. we've been taught that right we've been taught to compete whether in our not just in romantic relations but it's like that primitive thing mm. right? compete mm. but when it's just women or feminine energy or mother sort of motherly nurturing instinct starts to kick in to be nurturing to be kind to be supportive so that's how it started in london 2017 and then our events would just become really successful i grew my audience from like zero to hundred thousand followers in the first year and it's just completely just gone completely crazy global And in 2019, because it was going so well, I said, okay, let's do global events. Let's go to like United States where we had 50% of our audience. We want to go to different parts of Europe. And what happened, of course, the pandemic just hit a few weeks before our first event in Atlanta. Oh, wow. I was like, wow, what are we going to do? This was meant to be 250 people event, Mm. uh, eight speakers, and we couldn't go forward. So in that moment, I had a little cry, a little breakdown. I was like, oh, my God. Like, That's what is wrong with that during COVID, yeah. Mm. Yeah, but I was like, I'm not alone. If, if I'm going through this, and this is a global impact situation, I'm not mm. alone. So let's do something. Like, and this is, again, your own empowerment to do something about it. If you see a situation in life that <laughs> we feel hopeless, don't be hopeless. Be empowered to do something. Let that be your motivation to do yeah. something. Use it as a way to somewhere else. Yeah. Just so trample. That was my driving force to do something. And I created Women Thrive, which was how can we survive and thrive through difficult times? And this was our first global event. Mm. Right? It was global because there was no choice. So I went from having eight speakers and 2,000, sorry, 250 attendees to 34 speakers from all around the world, 2,000 attendees, and I've turned the whole event into a virtual. Yeah, in four weeks. Wow. Well done. Well done. And uh, because I saw how much impact it has made and just, yeah, just how motivated women were, I was like, let's make this our annual event. And we're doing it in March because one is women. um, Day. uh, Women Day, but also mm. Women History Month. But That's my goal, Women History Month, yeah. Mm. I don't want to just celebrate women who made history. Of course, it's very important to acknowledge that. But I want women to be the history makers, and we're mm. going to make an impact. So that's why I bring together this year, I'm bringing together 47 speakers from all around the world Amazing. for one week event to make history, to do women empowerment and talk about the topics that we all need. Is it going to be virtual or are you doing it real this time? Virtual. Okay. Oh, see, you got, yeah. We are enjoying the virtual thing because you are able to reach out to more. Yeah. There's so many people who live in parts of the world that are not really accessible to to go to these kind of events and networking. So we're bringing opportunities to people all around the world. And so it will be the whole week to talk about women empowerment, uh, thriving. Yeah, we've collected this year. We had just over a thousand applications, shortlisted 250 speakers. That's a lot. Good for you. 47 out of them. 30% of our speakers are first time speakers because we want to give opportunities to women who've never spoken before to have that opportunity. And 
all the women are very experienced in what they do. So the topics we cover anything from leadership, entrepreneurship, marketing, visibility, uh, mindset work, confidence, uh, energy work, healing. There's a lot of trauma. We talk about trauma and healing as well, motherhood. There's a lot of things to help women to really rise and thrive in mm -hmm. their personal lives and as well as businesses. Mm -hmm. That's well, good for you. That's really nice. Congratulations, Raimonda. That's really beautiful. I think it's very nice that you're giving a chance to women to come and share their stories and to other women to come and listen to stories because it helps them reconsider their own stories from a different angle, right? Because sometimes we get trapped into what we feel is the end while if you look at it from a different perspective, it could be the start of some, something beautiful. Yeah. We always say the when you get to a mountain, it's actually the start of another one. So it's not that, yeah, it's like it's true. When it feels impossible, there is a door. You just didn't see it. Mm. I love that. That's really nice. Thank you. Well, I hope people get to join. There are free tickets that we have. Um, okay, so we should drop the links here for whoever wants to join. If you would like to join, let us know in the chat. Uh, and uh, and even if you're on replay, let us know. And maybe you can we can drop the link uh, below the um, uh, on the different platform. You know, we're live streaming today on LinkedIn, Facebook, and also YouTube. So we can drop the link for whoever wants to join the summit. Yeah. And uh, you can also write about it in the group so that people would know that it's happening. I think it's nice that we. Uh, I'll be there. People are saying, I'll be there. Good. Okay, great. Uh, and, uh, and we will also, uh, yeah, so drop the link. Uh, okay. Just, so I just posted it to private chat to you. So it's womenthrivesummit.com. Okay, womenthrivesummit.com. We will also put it on the chat uh, so that whoever wants to connect. That's really nice. Oh, this has been delightful and so sweet. And I think you are such an inspiration for every woman. Oh, here's womanthrivesummit.com. Is that it? Yeah. Yes. It's on Facebook. Perfect. Thank you. And uh, so what would you like to say? This is the end of the year. How do you, what do you do to really um, look back to the, to the year and get started for the new year? Yeah. It's like, what's the thing that you like doing? I always like to take time off during this type of season to really evaluate, celebrate really the things that we have achieved. I think we don't give ourselves enough credit mm. for how far we have come. We always want to have more and more and more. It's like, okay, take the, take a minute to celebrate yourself because, you know, you're worth it. You know, yes. you, you put in the work and celebrate it. But at the same time, really align with your goals and your values of what is it that you want? How do you want to make an impact? How do you want to stay relevant? Because there's so much going on in the world and there's, there's always going to be competition. And I don't see competition as competition, but we know that there are other people who are doing amazing things. And sometimes there's inclination to compare ourselves and things like that. But if you're driven by your your purpose, your mission, your values, and you know why you're pursuing a particular thing, map it out, right? Create a little roadmap of, okay, how am I going to achieve this? This is my big goal, but these are the steps I need to do mm -hmm. or take to get there. 
So during this time, celebrate your achievements, but then map out the next year's plans of how you're going to how you're going to make an impact, how you're going to stay relevant, and leave your legacy because you know you're here on purpose for a purpose. You're not here by accident, and it's up to you to pursue that. So well said. It is up to you. That's why this is a good moment to fill your heart with gratitude of all the steps you have been able to take. No matter how tiny and mini they seem, but they actually helped you grow. They actually helped you um, get closer to whatever you want to create in your life. And sometimes we don't, we take that for granted or we dismiss it because it didn't get us very close to what we want while, you know, every step is valuable. Mm. You yeah, will yeah. learn. So I always yeah. say to people I work with, it's about the journey, not the destination. I know we all want to get to like a particular place. It is about the journey. It's the it's journey. This is where you're going to learn things. This is where the growth happens. If, if I just handed you the thing that you really want, right? We have this thing about make a Christmas wish, make a birthday wish. Yeah. We just want this thing. New Year's wish. Yeah. Yeah, right. To just drop on us and be given to us. You won't appreciate it. And actually, when you get to it, unless you've gone through the challenges along the way, you won't be well equipped to have that thing. Mm. Don't take keep it. To have it and keep it. That's yeah. the thing. You need to be equipped, and that means taking the challenge. Take yes. the challenge. You know, step out of your comfort zone. Do the inner work. Or do the hard work that's required for you to do because that's what's going to set you up for success. That's the thing that's going to help you actually go beyond the success that you reach. You'll get to that success and you're going to be like, is this it? Mm. Well, if you enjoy the journey, don't miss that part. This is where the jewels happen. <laughs> Very nice. Well, thank you so much. It has been delightful. What a beautiful conversation. Congratulations for the amazing work you are doing and for doing so many good things to women around the world. Your work is so valuable. Thank you, Raimunda, for coming in today, for joining me, and for this delightful conversation. Thank, thank, you, you. Every thank you, everyone, for being with us. Uh, let us know if you're watching this on replay, and if you want to join the Woman Thrive Summit, it's thewomanthrivesummit.com. Uh, and if you have any questions to me or to Raimunda, let us know, and I uh, will hope to see you soon. Bye-bye, everyone.